This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation on 105 through the fan. And it's time now to talk with John Mishota, Cowboys writer here with The uh, Athletic. And uh, he joins us now here on 105 through the fan. And a good afternoon, Josh. How, uh, John, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. So, um, they're just going to run it back? Is that what we're seeing here? What's your take on what's developed so far since the Cowboys lost? Yeah, that's what it appears to be. I don't know. Like, I, I want to sit here and say it's surprising, but going over how Jerry Jones has managed the team over the last decade plus, this is kind of in line with the way he's done things, where there haven't been a lot of big risks. And I think even though the fan base would look at it as going in another direction, a head coach not being a big risk, I think Jerry looks at it that way, that it would be the changing up a bunch of things. You know, it's not just your head coach is changing, the staff's changing, the way they interact with the scouting department and the front office, and now all of a sudden the players have to learn new systems. And I just don't think that Jerry Jones wants to go through that. I think he wants to uh, – I think he hopes that it works with Mike, and then if it doesn't, then next year at this time, then, then that's when he can be like, hey, we, we tried everything we could with this. Now it's time to go in a new direction and kind of be – a uh, a new path then, but uh, I, I am a little surprised just with the way that Jerry sounded after the game immediately. I thought after he got a chance to kind of sit there and sleep on it for a little bit, I thought ultimately that that loss would have been too much for uh, him to, to get past with just running it back, but clearly it isn't. You're very good at keeping a level-headed and professional approach, which I certainly am not good at that, John. But how did Sunday impact or change the way you view this team moving forward, considering you are going to have the same head coach, the same quarterback, and potentially Dan Quinn back as well? Um, well, from my, my reporter standpoint, I would say that it uh, it's not as – exciting I guess I don't know if that's the right word to describe it but it just it's one of those things where I I know it's going to be a hard sell to the fan base to want to read a lot of articles about the Dallas Cowboys over the next 365 days no matter what you talk about coaching staff players um, the draft uh, there's just a lot of things that have happened in the last week or so that have turned a lot of fans off and understandably so Uh, when you have a game like Sunday where it is it's it's such a it's such a shock because it's not just a loss it's the manner that it happened and then the fact that Dak didn't play well and you didn't get some big game out of Micah or CD and the defense just looks like it's trending in the wrong direction there's just not a lot of things when you cover this team have we lost John that was the weirdest dropped call sound I've ever heard that was weird I thought it was my headphones maybe maybe it was his headphones Maybe okay. that's what it oh, was. He lo- he's Maybe probably, John was wearing the, the AirPods. He wears AirPods. His AirPods died on That could have oh, been what it was. He's switching over to his Bluetooth right now. Right now he's probably scrambling like, oh my gosh, I need to get back on the phone. 
Man, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good sound quality there. Yeah, it if is. you're doing that, yeah, uh, he, he's he's a pro about over that. an earbud situation. I I think that's the biggest storyline right now. That's why I opened up the show with it today. Like, what's Jerry's thinking about getting the fans to buy in and generating some excitement? I thought that was an incredibly interesting. What John, you just brought up to us a minute ago, and we have you back about. You know the 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 readers of your articles not being as interested. How how do the Joneses approach getting fans excited about this season, or do you think they believe it just doesn't matter and we're going to go to try to win games and get them back that way? I mean, they obviously it matters and they care about that. You know, Jerry cares about you know the selling merchandise and getting people to you know sell out AT and T Stadium. I don't know that that there's such a, the Cowboys have such a big fan base. I don't know that they're going to have problems in that area uh they're still their games are still going to be the highest most watched games um you know being somebody that's from detroit i'm used to when things are going poorly you know you get the, the fans chanting to sell you know the owners to sell the team or you know when matt Millen was a gm in detroit for far too long there was like scheduled walkouts and and it didn't matter if you were at a lions game or a red wings game or a tigers game if there was a break in the action People all got together and started to chant and fire Millen. Huh. You don't get that with the Dallas Cowboys, you know? <laughs> like and and they're just I, I still think that there's just so many fans that they will they will still get people that, that are so interested because the Cowboys are probably the biggest brand in sports. But in terms of people that are, like the, the the fans that want to see them finally get to a Super Bowl, I don't know that there's anything they can do in the next three hundred and sixty five days that can get them to buy in. I mean they can go fifteen and two. And it still won't matter because when you play as poorly as they did after thinking that this season might be different because of the way they were playing at home and three consecutive 12 win seasons, like I don't know what they can do to get you to buy in between now and, and next year at this time. Uh, well, we were talking about an eye for me. I thought, boy, if you could draft early a great lineman who shows up early in the season, if you could maybe sign a veteran lineman as well. And I don't know if that's Tyron Smith or somebody else, but you know, and then get a runner in there to where you are the team that's getting like 4.8 yards per attempt for the first month of the season, then I would think, hey, this might actually you know, be something that could uh, win games in January. Yeah, and, and I hate that I have to say this because I like the guy so much and he's such a good dude, but with the way Dak has played in the playoffs, even if all of that happened, there would have to be part of you that would say, man, but it could all fall apart. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how he can play any better than he did this regular season. And then to play that poorly against the Packers, and that's your most important player, because of that, that's always going to be in the back of your mind. A great running game will help a lot. I mean, that's obviously been a huge help to, for that Lions success with Jared Goff. It's not like they're just putting it on Goff's back. I don't think Jared Goff's doing anything in Detroit that Dak wouldn't be doing if he was there. So that will help. But this playoff appearance and then the last one at San Francisco with how poorly Dak played, that's always going to be in the back of your mind that no matter how well things go in the regular season, is it going to revert back as soon as these games start being win or go home? Okay, one more. Uh, and then, so I, w- I wanted to follow up on Dak there. Do you, what do you think's going on there? Is, is there? is there any indication of reason to believe that the pressure, there's like a Kirk Cousins situation going on, like Kirk in primetime, Dak in the playoffs? Is that a narrative that, that is, is valid in your mind, John? Until it changes, you have to think that. Until until he goes out there and gets over the hump and puts together this you know three game postseason winning streak and, and gets them to a Super Bowl, I don't know how you can think otherwise. He has to show it, and and really he's about as open as any player is when it comes to things like that. I mean to sit there and admit 
how, how poorly he's played in those games. I mean, he's not running from it. He knows it has to be better there. I'd say the one positive you have is now with the second uh, season with McCarthy calling plays, maybe things get to a level where this becomes like the perfect offense for him where, you know, there, there are no weaknesses. No matter what an opposing defense does, they have the answers to the test, and, and, and that, will, that will ultimately make it for the difference in January. Maybe that does happen next January. Maybe we're talking about a deep playoff run next year. I'm just saying that between now and then, it's tough to sell that to people. John, from one guy that uh, owns up to it to another guy that hasn't, Micah Parsons, you know, what about that whole thing? You know, and, you know, we, we see him on podcasts and he's always out there talking about things. But then at the end of it, though, uh, when it's all kind of trying to explain, uh, he's nowhere need to need be found. Yeah, not a great look. I mean, it's not a great look for somebody that, you know, is on track to be paid like maybe, if not the highest, one of the highest defensive players to ever play this game. And so if that's the case, you need that guy to also be face of the franchise leader type as well. No question. I mean, he's still young, so that's not to sit there and say that that can't happen. And he's obviously a freak, you know, talent, and you would rather have him than not have him. But, no, it's not a good look that you don't hear anything uh, from somebody like him because of how important he is to the franchise. I mean, he's the face of their defense. He's he's a, one of the biggest reasons of that the reason that they've won 12 games each of the last three seasons. So, yeah, I, I – I don't love that. It kind of surprised me because usually once, you know, he gets in front of the microphone, he he's great. And it seems like he actually enjoys doing it, but um, maybe there's a part of him that's not right now. Cause he doesn't want to say something that he'll regret. And so while we'll sit here on the radio and talk about how he needs to talk, maybe in the background there, you know, people around him are like, no, it's better that he doesn't, you know, you guys can think it's bad right now, but it would have been way worse if he would have talked. And so maybe he's just waiting to give it some time because he doesn't want to say the wrong thing. John is, is there any thought about the Cowboys not doing anything with Dak's contract and just letting this thing ride and see how, what happens? That's certainly possible. I think that all comes down to, you know, Jerry and, and Dak and Dak's guys sitting down and, and talking about where they're at in terms of a new deal. I, I just, I, it is as bad as it's looked in some of these playoff games. I just don't see Dak Prescott not being here a year or two from now. I, I just, I just, can't see it you know I can't see it from the Jerry Jones perspective I don't see him wanting to start over with a new quarterback I I don't think that it's one of these things where you know they're setting it up for Trey Lance to be the guy I I think Dak is going to be the guy they just have to figure it out financially Um, and obviously when you're one of uh, you know the top quarterbacks in the league you're going to get paid that way so I would be very surprised it would it would go against everything we've seen from Jerry Jones I mean again I wrote about this the other day I mean you go back to 2012 they did they did the trade up for Morris Claiborne yeah they paid that 50 50 million for five years to Brandon Carr since that day everything has been very conservative and it's worked out in some areas very well the draft the way they've built this roster the talent being conservative has been smart not trading up trading actually back and still getting Micah mm-hmm. Parsons and get, gathering picks along the way there's a lot of things that have been positive but when you look at the totality of it it's been very conservative. It hasn't been very risk-taking. And going in another direction without Dak seems like that would be too much of a risk that Jerry would want to take. Okay, well, how about Dak then trying to help the organization? Any thought about that? With with a, with, with a better deal in order to try and... Takes a little bit less. Take some pressure off himself, but kind of helps him with some players around him. That would certainly be possible. I, I, could, I could see that. Um, if I take... If I if I if I step away from covering the Cowboys and I pretend that I'm Dak's agent though right now, I would say don't do that. And the reason why is because of Jared Goff. I do think that there would be plenty of teams out there that would say, man, 
it's crazy what you've been able to do with the Cowboys being under that microscope and all that. Come over here. Let us take some pressure off of you. And then all of a sudden he has an outstanding year. It's kind of like Stafford leaving Detroit and going to the Rams. Like I'm, that would not surprise me either. It's not like it, it's not like they part ways with Dak and now Dak's got to go to the announcer booth. No, Dak's getting another job somewhere else. He's he's too good of a player not to be a starting quarterback in this league. He's still in his early 30s. He's not he's not going to be out of the league. If I mean he has options, and so I don't think his agent will tell him to do that at all. So, but if he wants to do it, I mean, I could see Dak doing that. I can see Dak stepping in. I mean, that's the type of guy he is, no question. But I can't see his agent being cool with that. The Athletics, John Machota with us here in the G-Bag Nation. Did anything stand out to you from what Mike McCarthy said earlier today at his presser? And, and what do you think he's got to make sure he changes this offseason going into next year? Yeah, you could tell that, you know, even though there's been a few days that have gone by, that, you know, the way the season ended, like the shock and, and of it, you could still tell he was still emotional about that. That's that's going to leave a bad taste in his mouth for, for a long time. And I know, obviously, it will for fans, too, but, Mike McCarthy had to be surprised with what he saw Sunday. There's no way. Losing a close game to the Packers and and getting upset or something like that, sure. To get punched in the mouth, be down 27 to nothing late in the first half, being down 32 in the – I mean, come on. I mean, what what are we doing here? Not a a team that's won 16 in a row at home to the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. That just – that's – that's that I, I saw a guy that is still stunned that that the season came to an end the way that it did. That was that was probably my biggest takeaway from it because everything else. I mean, Mike's a longtime coach, longtime head coach. He's gonna say the right things. He you know he know he's not going up there as nervous as a lot of us would be in that situation, knowing the questions you're about to get. He's been through this stuff, so he wasn't really rattled with that. But I could just tell the look on his face and, and just kind of the way he was carrying himself that. He, he he still can't believe that that they're not playing right now. What did you think was happening early in that game when McCarthy's conversing with C.D. Lamb and everybody's body language seemed a little bit weird and mopey and it felt like they had already lost the game down seven? I, what do you think was being talked about there? Uh, he said it was had something to do with the way C.D. was ran a route and with the way Green Bay was in coverage, you know, and maybe that was. Uh, but there's a part of me that that thinks that it might have had something to do with the fact of I got to try and get it get ahead of this thing right now because I've seen this before. You know, I saw this in San Francisco earlier this year. I've seen this in in Buffalo when things start going bad. You saw it in, against the Cardinals when things started going bad early in those games. You it didn't matter. They could have played 16, 7, 25. They could have played 50 quarters of football, and you were like, they're not turning this thing around. And so I think maybe he saw something early where he was like, I need to say something. Let's get, let's try and like rally these guys and get them back focused because uh, there's still a lot of game to play. Let's not, you know, be, let's not have the deer in the headlights. Look, there's still plenty of time here. Uh, let's try and get this thing back on track. But I'm sure everybody was very concerned with the way it, what, what way it was going up to that point. Um, but he said it had something to do with, with the route that was, was being run. So was it your AirPods just now or what happened? Why did my phone cut out? Yeah, we heard like a blip blip. It did for a moment there, yeah. or very very beginning oh, of the interview. No, I, I don't I don't think so. I'm now I'm just talking on my my regular cell phone here outside of the CBS, so I don't uh, think so. Maybe f- Jerry's cutting into this thing. Yeah, dude, phones are being tapped. <laughs> how fired up are you for the Lions? Are you flying home? Cheer them on. <laughs> I'm not, man. Those t- those tickets are crazy expensive. It's like yeah. six hundred bucks is like the cheapest ticket to get in that building, and it's. I mean, it's a divisional round game. I mean, if they if they were to make it to the Super Bowl, I would try and get to that, or I'd, or I'd go back to Detroit or, or something like that. But, I mean, 
I don't know. I expect them to, to beat the Buccaneers. So uh, I'm excited for them, though. I mean, I'm excited for the city. It's been a long time. I mean, too long for the Lions, but it's been a while for a Detroit sports team to kind of be on the map like that. And obviously, as you see by the turnout of the people at the games, I mean, they're they're fired up about it. So I'm obviously happy for them. Now, uh, were you were what was your honest reaction when the Cowboys beat the Lions in Week 17? Was there any disappointment in your John Michauda mind there as you uh, watched that game with your objective reporter hat on? Not really. I mean, that was my tenth Cowboys uh, Lions game, uh, okay. and I just I've just seen too many to where um, I would say the closest that I've ever been to that was uh, if you guys remember that game. I think it was 2013 when they played up in in Detroit. And uh, Matthew Stafford won the game by like faking the spike and oh, then yeah. uh, reaching yeah. over the goal line, and, yeah. and Des was flipping out on the sideline. They have an open air press box in Detroit, which is yes. my favorite, and you just felt the crowd. And that was probably the last time that I've ever been like professionally working somewhere where I was like really like, wow, that was crazy. I can't believe that happened. But I just, uh, I don't know. It's like I mean, I still want the Lions to win. Don't get me wrong, but like when I'm covering a game or something like that, like I don't really feel too much emotion i try and be as much down the middle as i can including on the the pivotal call there uh i was trying to tie a bunch of friends in town for the game and i was just trying to explain to them like i don't know why you guys are mad at the refs you need to be mad at dan campbell because <laughs> he needs to kick the extra point and go into overtime have you seen this cowboys defense play why would you think that they're about to stop you in overtime like you're not trying to shock the world you're as good as them go to overtime and win the game like that was that's the thing you should be mad at it's not the refs so what's next here? We're waiting for uh, Jerry and Steve to talk at the Senior Bowl. Is that our next uh, chance at getting some good news here, Crankin? What do you think? I would think so. I was disappointed that they didn't uh, do some do some interviews with you guys this week. Uh, I was hoping I was hoping we get something, but uh, I think I think Jerry and Steven are going to lay low for a little bit. Um, they know the frustration that the fan base has, and they know that there's nothing they probably can really say right now. But yeah, Senior Bowl in Mobile. They'll definitely be there. Jerry will definitely talk there for sure. Uh, so that might be the next time. Um, and then it'll get right into draft and free agency talk. And 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 I understand. I mean, time heals wounds, but I think it's going to – this one's going to take a while for, for a lot of Cowboys fans to get past. There will be a lot of them that, that hey, new season, uh, new life, everything's great, let's, let's do this again. But I think there's a, a, a significant chunk that will be noticeable that – it's going to take them a while to, to buy back in, buy back in after what they saw this season and the way the season ended. In the meantime, we'll tell everybody to keep reading your articles to keep your clicks up. Absolutely, you know that's 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 what I'm hoping for. I'm going to find ways. I'm not giving up over here. <laughs> oh, I'm going know. to find storylines. I'm going to find ways to keep Cowboys fans interested. Believe me, I mean, I I have nothing to complain about. I've hitched my wagon to the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to cover the Dallas Cowboys probably until I take my last breath. So <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. So I can I can be frustrated. Uh, I can feel bad for the fans, but I'm going to be here. Hey, Johnny, nice. real real quick, real quick. Kalen DeLoach, you going to play him at linebacker or safety? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. I would probably go at linebacker, but he is he's a playmaker. He's one of those guys that got kind of got the it factor. So yeah, I'm a Florida fan. State guy. Mm-hmm. There we go. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Cheers. Thank you, guys. There he goes. John Mishota of The Athletic here with you on 105.3. The fan probably been on that beat for 12, 13 years by now, and he's doing a hell of a job. Okay, when we come back, Wolchuk, it's time for the top 10. Where are you taking us? Top 10 ways to move on from your team losing. How do you cope? <laughs> 877-881-1053. That's next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. G-Bag Nation segment here is brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art, and it's also brought to you by the Frankels. If you're hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, call the Frankels, 214-817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. Now, here he is, your woolly bully, Zach with an H. Thank you very much. What are your best ways to cope with your team losing? I uh, have a top ten list for you. Now, I don't know. One bourbon. One shot. I think yes. One, One beer. beer. Da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. Alcohol. George Thurgood, the Delaware Destroyer. And it's a great song. Alcohol is certainly the the way that most people have attacked this. Uh, listening to tequila or drinking tequila and listening to 105 through the fan hmm. was a response that I got. A lot of beer was another response that I got. Some of the texts, 469, a lot of beer drinking. Still not over it, but I support my Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys for life. Uh, lots of angry sex from the 972. Hmm. Uh, I cope from the Cowboys losing by remembering that the Texas Rangers are World Series champions from the 214. I've tried to do that as well. Shout out to Evan Carter for jumping on the KNC Masterpiece earlier. It was an outstanding visit. Uh, Watch Jimmy Johnson say, how about them Cowboys on a loop from the 214? Find a new team to root for from the 903. (laughs) So, I mean, do you have anything? Like, for me, it's just time. Like, I just... I let time go by, and eventually, like, I move on and get over it. But I'm certainly not one that can just pick a new team. Like, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm going to watch the Lions and say, hey, Detroit, go win the NFC. I think that'd be a fun story. But it's not like I'm fully immersed in Lion fandom. I mean, I, I can't do that. I can't just pick, like, a secondary team to just go and root for. No, you can't You can't just conjure up an emotional connection with the team. That's just that. That's what's already there inside you. You can't. You can't really switch that. If you actually have a love for a team, then that's just it, and uh, you gotta you gotta ride or die with that squad. So I don't know. I imagine you though, Walchuk, do a lot of 
like you know you do the internal talking to yourself but i feel like you will actually let it out yeah. and it's just you in a room and you're just talking and, and your mother bleeping people and your name calling and you're lashing out and i feel like that could be therapeutic for you yeah the the, the difference this year was uh, i don't live alone right anymore so I've she's got, in the other room hearing obscenities and she's like are you and then Who she looks at me like to? I'm absolutely crazy. And she doesn't quite get it. Like her dad and brother are also like her dad's a season ticket holder. Uh, and, and her brother, you know, writes for and, and covers Texas Tech athletics and is also a diehard cowboy fan. So I can kind of cope with them a little bit. But she makes fun of me. Like she she thinks it's hilarious in a way. Mm-hmm. So I don't get that type of support. But yeah, I mean, I, I just think, you know, immersing myself and, and Brian said this on the way out yesterday. I'm just it's all about the draft. Yeah, that's that's what I've always done all my life. When my team and people, they used to get on me about this because there were times where I wouldn't even watch the Super Bowl because I would just not, when my team's out, I'm out. Hmm. You know, I just don't. But now, now being in this business and stuff, you got to kind of watch the game. But I just immediately, I used to start right into the NFL draft. I mean, just immediately right into it. As soon as it was over, boom, next day, here we go. I've never found anything to wipe away my biggest sports fan disappointments, Wolchuk. It's never worked, okay? Now, the good news is, and I've alluded to this a couple of times this week, as you get older, you start to accept it, that you ain't special. You're not going on a magic carpet ride again. (laughs) Um, Now, when they happen, it's surprising and it's amazing. Like, the Rangers did win it, right? Um, But I think what happens over time is, you know, especially around the Cowboys, you don't let your hopes get so far up. And then it's it's much easier to accept. But from the time before I accepted that, like those losses are torturous for me right now. They traumatized me in a way I'll never recover from them. And you, I mean, you you try and be you tried to coach me into this. And I think that maybe this loss has finally put me into that perspective. Yeah. To where like next year when You're in they, that window. Yeah, when and they you're starting win. a family, right? I mean, you they, see, things are more important than it. It's just, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just not going to get that as Isn't optimistic. That yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, not quite yet. I, I'm just probably going to expect, okay, they're probably going to lose this game, and if they win, then awesome, hell yeah, let's go. Right. But I'm not going to yeah. let myself get into the point of like I'm expecting now we're going on a run here, like NFC Championship game or bust. We got two home playoff wins. Let's freaking go, mm. uh, and then we'll see what happens and take our chances with San Francisco, which will probably be doom and gloom again. But no, I, I don't think I'm going to be going into to wild card round against Green Bay, whoever it is next year, and thinking like, yeah, this team's doing it. And Cowboys fans have done that to all fans here. I mean, that is kind of why the stadium is a little bit more tame. The highs don't rage. And the lows don't get as low as Philadelphia because I think a lot of people around here have accepted that, you mm-hmm. know, and they'll they'll be in shock and disbelief if that confetti ever does come down. I remember Lucius, you were telling us, little Lucius, it's Penny Hardaway Jr. Like that's the one you've never been able to get over. Yeah, I still can't, still can't get over it. So I can't help you on this Damn one. It. There's nothing I can do, man. I've been holding out for a long time. I don't like the Houston Rockets. I don't like Clyde Drexler and that cul-de-sac in his head. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like uh, Akeem Olajuwon. Because he was faking like he was going out of bounds, and they all went for it. This man was going out of bounds. Come on, fam. It's still very vivid. Yeah, ruined my whole summer, bro. It still sticks with me. Oh, man. Yep. Time yeah. doesn't heal all wounds. Okay, well, crap. That one might be out. All right, so number 10, top 10 ways to try and survive and cope with your team losing is to remain optimistic. Like, there's always next year. Yeah, that gets you to a certain point. And I think well, that I'm that's, that point. that's sort of been your... That one's not working for me anymore. That's been your go-to move for, for many a year. Here we go. Number nine, 
adjust your expectations and celebrate the small victories. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the phase now where maybe that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to adjust my expectations. I think so. We're going to realize, like, most likely this team might not ever win a championship in my lifetime with how yeah. it's currently constructed. They're actually getting farther away. They really are. Yeah. Like, 28 years. I remember 25 years. I'm thinking, like, eventually the odds are one of these years is going to be that year. The more we get removed from this, I'm thinking, I, could this be yeah. the Chicago Cubs? And I don't know if your quarterback can play any better. I mean, that's the problem you run into, right? I mean, you had an MVP quarterback yes. for the— Basically He's the whole year, runner up for the MVP most likely, yeah. and you're and you got bounced in the first round of the playoffs. How, how, like like maybe you're gonna get you got a, a home game. You won the division. You're gonna get repeat of that, and that that's gonna be tough. Number eight is stay loyal great. to your team, which I think a lot of Cowboy fans are, even though we don't want to yeah. be. You can celebrate your loyalty. Yeah, you, you can make your, yourself. I, I forget what the exact word is. But you're you're making a presentation out of you know what I love this team so much I'm here for all the pain and suffering and I'm still proud. Number a seven, martyr. you're a you're a sports martyr. Oh, yes, okay. yeah, you are. You are. I, and I definitely feel that. Number seven is retail therapy. You know, buy something nice for yourself. Help yourself cope. Yeah. Whatever it is that you like, new pair of shoes. Buy a cowboy hoodie. That's Boots. the American way right there. Yeah, and it is America's team. Just buy something for yourself. Number six is choose a backup team. Or sport, even. And I did get a lot of people say, like, hey, man, you should just go ahead and ride with your EPL team. Like, Hey, that is the great thing about North Texas now with the Rangers and the Mavs and Stars, everybody playing well. You can just go to the next team. I, I think maybe the the real uh, adjustment here is to care more about the other teams, if you can. You know, I know a lot of people are Cowboys first, but some people, especially younger people, there's a lot of younger ones that have branched. I'm Stars first. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Super Rangers fans, you know, and with them winning the World Series, that might become something that's actually doable for them. Well, that could minimize your pain. They've earned it, right? Yeah. The, the other three teams in the Metroplex, the big ones, and, and even FC Dallas, like they've had more playoff success in recent memory and really over the last three decades than the Cowboys have. So maybe maybe I should give more of my time and dedication and effort and the rest of the Cowboy fans to the Stars, to the Mavs, and of course to your World Series champion Texas Rangers. I have given a lot of time and dedication uh, to the Rangers, but... The stars and the maps. I think they deserve all all of our views and eyeballs and ears. Number five, remember the good times. And I think that as a organization, that's all we do. We just remember the nineties. <laughs> yeah, but remember it's not Jimmy. It's not fair. Can I remember when, Emmett, Michael, and Troy. But you're having to borrow those memories as well. Like those aren't there. You can't even like uh, go back to those times that you got to share. Yeah, because I you just remember watching the VHS of the '93 championship team on a loop growing up. Is that the thing you get from like you Sports, Sports Illustrated? Sports yeah. yeah, my grandparents got it for me. And apparently, as a kid, that was the only thing that could shut me up. They would put did that on. And I would the, watch it. Did you ever go for the autograph ball or the sweatshirt? I think they went with the ball. Did they? Because I have it. Yeah. Yeah. You had a choice. You had a choice there, yeah. In fact, I think I'm going to be donating a uh, Troy Aikman signed football to Peace-a-thon this year. You are? Yeah. You're, You're giving up? I think yeah. I'm going to be giving some of my merchandise to Peace-a-thon. Pun- I got a lot. Is that, is that your one seed? You're not going to give up the, the Emmett fathead that you the got Emmett on the thing, scene. I'm not giving up. And I've got like a seat signed by the entire Doomsday defense. I'm probably not going to give that one up. I think that's pretty badass. But the Troy Aikman signed football, it's benefiting a good cause. And my case broke. I'm like, you know what? I think it's time. <laughs> Did you break it on the move? Yeah. Yeah. You just dropped it. You just cracked in the box. There's a, lazy, the ball's still perfectly fine. Lazy or not athletic? Now, uh, well, it might have been the movers. And I tried to tell them. Like, oh. I tried to put you know packaging in there to keep yeah. it. It was the only thing that cracked. And I still got so the ball in the safe huh? space. Maybe. I mean, I'll take the blame for it. It's on me. 
A Troy Aikman ball? Yeah, yeah, that's generous. Sun ball. Yeah, it is. Well, hey, it's benefiting. Especially because Troy had the best possibilities. Yeah, but the, the case broke, so it's really not worth all that much. No, I mean, we'd easily get a new case for it. The ball is all that matters, and that thing's still in pristine condition. Number four is eat something. And that's where that's I was going, bro. How I got fat. Like a gallon that. of ice cream? <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm sensitive. I mean, it's a great ball. It is. I value all this stuff. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Eric, Eric knows this. Like, a big reason why I need to go on soda weight loss and why I was fat as a kid. Like, I eat my The feelings. Cowboys. And the Cowboys. And it probably is all the Cowboys. Was it the gallon yeah. of ice cream? Was that the problem? I would do that too. Was well, that after, was it it after a gallon? Loss? It wasn't a gallon. Was it the ice cream? Was it the Dr. Pepper being poured into the ramen noodle soup? That was one time. I mean, there's that was one time. The creativity has been really marveling to witness over the years. Number um, three is find something to distract you, which is usually Eric saying something like that to pull me off sides. Uh, but that's the draft, I guess, right? We're going to distract ourselves with the draft. Number two is get some exercise, which I'm trying to do and is therapeutic. The walking helps. We're going to walk it out. I'm going to listen to Sean and RJ in the morning, go walk it out, and then usually RJ will infuriate me again. Or, you know, Bobby's really Bobby's really letting him have it this week. I mean, Bobby was upset today. Dude, Bobby came out Bobby of the gates on fire. Bobby was upset yesterday in crosstalk. Yeah. Bobby needed a win. He accused uh, Choppy of making stuff up. Bobby's in a bad way right now. But number one is just to let it out, and that goes back to what you said. Yes. You know, just... If it needs to yeah. be by yourself, if you've got friends, I mean, heck, fellow Cowboy fans, you can reach out to me. I'm here for you. Just vent. Just let it out. <laughs> We're in a bad spot right now. Why it's, would they call you? You're just as miserable. Right, but that's right. Yeah, I mean, that's, misery loves company. Right. Wow. And so we can be so miserable two together. People, two, oh, being miserable together? I mean, I feel like I'm miserable with you sometimes. Oh, yeah. We're, we're but, You're a Cowboy you fan. Good. No, no, you were good in the postgame show. Well, I mean, day. we sat there together and we're both really upset. In the postgame show? Yeah. I, I just kind of... I felt you know it, they got what they deserved hmm. 817 says video games I, that could be good because that can totally distract you it's immersive Definitely. you got yes. a good immersive video game where way. for hours you're just not mm-hmm. thinking about it that might be a good escape right about now i know uh i know brian's getting awful testy wolchuk's sensitive about his troy aikman football <laughs> oh yeah that's where he's got the best balls brian lashed out at all of his teammates back in the 240 in crusty's corner you should go yeah. back and listen to that <laughs> it's should. one of the most hurtful things i've heard since peyton russell went off on alec medford Ooh, Not I like the idea of uh, crappy mustache night for Peyton Russell's. Oh, that's good. At Globeye Field? Yes. Yeah. I was also thinking as well, the little troll dolls is what we should be giving out for Bobby Belt night. Oh, I thought you were meaning for Medford. Even better than that. What was the bad hair, the little cupie doll? <laughs> yeah, thing? well, just because he's he's the he's the king of the that trolls. so great. You know? Oh. And he got a big taste of his medicine, didn't he? The king of trolling. Kind of, he kind of got, uh, Choppy got under his skin, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. He, he Choppy, got, Dan Marino, hard count. You know, man, it's been, it's been good entertainment. Facts to know for the divisional round and predicting the NFL coaching carousel. That's coming up next here in the nation. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yes, sir. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Football's finest coming up at 5 o'clock. We have some facts to know for the divisional round and predicting the NFL coaching carousel, Wolchuk. Is Dan Quinn on any of these? Well, uh, would you like him to be? Would you like him to be on one of these? I, I honestly think Dan Quinn is is at the uh, he's he's the the what not to do interview. I I feel comfortable with that. Okay. He's gonna be back as a DC. Well, the Atlanta Falcons, and this is uh, the prediction that they're going with. We we know about some of these candidates already, including Belichick, Brian Callahan from the Bengals, uh, Evero Panthers defensive. Yeah, their their offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. Um, but the prediction is Bill Belichick. Gets that job. Carolina, the prediction is Brian Callahan actually gets that job. Wait, that's... Okay, is that Bill's son? I don't know if there's any relation, but he has no. been the offense coordinator there with Cincinnati for a couple of years. That's no. not running game Jesus's son, is it? No. Okay. I don't, no, 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 I don't think so. No relation? No, no. I Bill think this, Callahan. Is the guy from the, this is the guy from the auto parts family. It could be. But, <laughs> <laughs> but nice. the insiders are telling uh, Bill Barnwell... Want to cook a steak? I'll reach up on it. <laughs> Not so much here or here, but right here. Right here. Uh, but yeah, Brian Callahan might be the leader in the clubhouse. What was the guy's name, Callahan? Bill? The the, first, the, the guy who, come on, Gavin, you get I it off the I think it was Brian. Pads guy? Yeah, what was his name? I think his name is Brian Callahan. Yeah, Brian Callahan. Yeah. No, the actor is Brian Dennehy. Okay. Oh, I didn't know who the actor was. But Are we all talking about Tommy Boy? Yes. yes. Okay, yes, of course. thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Big Tom Callahan. Big Tom Callahan. Big Tom. Tom. <laughs> oh, freak. Big Tom Callahan. And his son is Bo Callahan, and Listen no one up. shows up this to his birthday. Just take a minute. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they want to get a young offensive mind in there for, for Bryce Young, and he's done a good job with Joe Burrow, although I think a lot of people probably could do a good job with Joe Burrow. And Zach Taylor, their head coach, is off the McVay tree. So, I don't know. It's interesting. But Brian Callahan is one of the big names. Big and uh, Well, I think when you see the way the offense was able to perform without Burrow, you know, with Browning, maybe that, gives, maybe that gives him That's a little point. bit more respect around the league. It seems like anybody you hire off of these, you know, McSex, Shanahan trees, do well. So, yes. hey, he might yes. end up being the next in line. Raiders, the favorite is to just go ahead and keep uh, Antonio Pierce. Uh, they have gone ahead and interviewed Leslie Frazier as well. But it seems like Antonio Pierce has the insight on that job. The Chargers, this is interesting, but it is indeed another one going for Harbaugh here. I think this is where Harbaugh lands there's a ton of smoke around the situation and Harbaugh is known to be a fan of Justin Herbert and the Chargers are a team desperate for attention uh, on both sides of the football right now that's a roster that you know people look at from the outside and say it's pretty good but they actually have a lot of issues and deficiencies and Harbaugh right now right now can fix that and it stays in the West Coast, where, of course, he's been with Stanford and with the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, no, it, it makes a ton of sense. If Harbaugh is going to make the leap back into the NFL, it seems like that's the no-brainer situation that he would choose. That's, that's the perfect marriage. So uh, I'm in agreement there. I saw they interviewed Mike Vrabel, you mm-hmm. know, and so maybe maybe Vrabel is sort of their, their plan B if Harbaugh decides. But I do imagine if Harbaugh wants that Chargers gig, his. it's his. And you mentioned Mike Vrabel. He is the prediction to get the Seahawks job. We thought Dan Quinn. Maybe Dan Quinn would be the guy, and he's certainly one of the known and potential candidates, but Vrabel, they are predicting, goes to Seattle in a little bit of a surprise, and the Titans actually hire Aaron Glenn as the replacement 
for Mike Vrabel. Aaron Glenn, who's the defensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions, they're also uh, interested in Mike McDonald of the Baltimore Ravens. That would be the guy, dude. I think so, too. Where did Rand Cawthon, the general Matt, I'm asking questions. Where did he come from? Yeah. Where did, was he a Seattle Seattle guy? Or Kansas City, maybe? I'd have to look that up. I was trying to think of an Aaron Glenn kind of a connection. Tie-in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the the commanders, it's Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. They'd be looking at, which I'm sure the Cowboys would. I don't know. Could could they hit on that with their new GM from the San Francisco 49ers? And then now with Ben Johnson, the sexy new offensive name, is that something that might make us nervous a little bit? Yeah, it would give you it would give you reason for optimism for sure. If you're a Commanders fan and you see, okay, I get a little bit of what they got cooking in San Francisco, and I get uh, the the guy pulling the strings for this Detroit Lions offense, you would feel good. But all of this stuff is a total crapshoot, and you have no idea who's actually going to be good and who is not. So you just don't know. It's it's not enough to just know it. You got to know how to teach it, sure. when to call it. You know, a lot of savvy goes into it, and then can you create the culture? You know. The culture is a big thing, and yeah. shout out to Dan Campbell. I mean, he's probably the the poster uh, coach for it right now. I mean, people try to take Bill Belichick's act and go to other teams, and they end up pissing everybody Clearly off. Clearly hasn't worked. Yeah, you yeah. cannot try to recreate a, a, a situation No like question. That. And, yes, 972 says they were teammates with Brian Callahan at UCLA. He is Bill Callahan's son. So there we go, uh, the son of Bill. Now, very quickly, some of the I stats know to know. I didn't, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stats to know for the divisional round. We, we've talked about it. it's Mahomes' first playoff game. The Chiefs have a streak on the line. They're seeking their sixth straight conference championship trip, which would be second to the Patriots, who went eight in a row. It's also the rivalry, Mahomes and Allen. They're trying to uh, put themselves on the list with Brady and Manning as two team, uh, two quarterbacks that meet the most in the postseason. Uh, Mahomes and Allen have met for their seventh time. This will be their seventh meeting on Sunday night, matching Brady and Manning for the most matchups by quarterbacks from different divisions in a four-year span. That's pretty incredible. Okay, so that's including the regular season. That so that's not just playoff season. matchups. Okay. Because no I guess the, the the Bills have won. I mean, they won this year. Yes. I think there was another occasion where they won in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But in the playoffs, yeah, last it's, year. it's really not It's not a rivalry in the no, playoffs. Chiefs have owned them in the playoffs. Now, the Ravens have the MVP favorite at quarterback. They've got the league's top-rushing offense and top-scoring defense. Lamar Jackson, named first-team All-Pro. Ravens are the fourth team since 1970 with a first-team All-Pro quarterback and the number one scoring defense, and the other three teams all went on to win the Super Bowl. So a lot of pressure here on the Baltimore Ravens. And how about C.J. Stroud? He can become the first quarterback to beat the number one scoring defense and number one total offense in the same postseason since Steve McNair did it in 1999 Ooh, what the Tennessee a run. Titans. You're right on, dude. Pretty incredible. Getting some great texts in here. Of course, that was Dan Aykroyd playing a big Tom Callahan. A, a guy who says he was teammates with Brian Callahan at UCLA did confirm that it is his son. Um, a lot of other good stuff in here as as well, including a factoid that I saw here on Twitter just a second ago. Patrick Mahomes on the road compared to at home in the playoffs. Don't be counting on Mahomes falling off. He raises his completion percentage by two and a half points, his yards per attempt by a yard, his passer rating by 5.7, takes fewer sacks, and his passing success rate jumps another 1.7 percentage points compared wow. to playing at Arrowhead. That's incredible. Yes. Um, so we shall see. We'll take a look at more of those games uh, tomorrow in a football Friday. Wasn't Brian. Dan Eckert Ray Zelensky? He was the auto. The uh, uh, Brian Dennehy was big Tom Callahan. Did you just say that? 
Did you say no, that it was it was Dan, Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd was uh, Zelensky. He was the he was trying to take over. He was a, he was the bad guy. Zelensky was the guy the that dad? was t- yeah no. Dennehy Big, was the dad, right? Dennehy was the dad that was going out with Bo yeah. Derek. Okay, Aykroyd's the bad Aykroyd's guy coming in. the bad he's guy, the guy coming in. He's trying, yeah. guy. He's trying to, yeah. His last name was Zelinsky, I yeah. think. He was. And, and Big Tom yes. is Brian Dennehy. You're right. You're right. Thank you, bro. Broadus, the movie he knows buff. He's Tommy Boy, bro. That's amazing. That's incredible. You and finally did, got one thing right today, Brian. Shout out to you. Boom. <laughs> we did get a text asking about Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I got a little something for okay, you. Okay, you're going to bring this up? Okay, thank you so much. I, I'm glad because we need to talk some Kingsbury. This is interesting to me. Shoot, yeah, it is. And what are we doing next, Chief? All the football and football's finest. You've heard of Fox and the Hound, but have you ever heard of the Cox and the Clown? That's next here in the nation. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.